We all have pressure in our lives and pressure makes diamonds and yet in the heat of a moment that pressure can lead to various ways that we handle a situation either aggressively or bringing out some degree of kindness and that's what Diamond Kind is about. Hi everyone, welcome back, Diamond Kind. We haven't been here for a little while myself. I think uh, Brett was last here with Steph, which is great. Uh, This time I'm going solo. Uh, Not quite. We've got Ingrid here. Ingrid's one of our nurses from Somerville. So welcome, Ingrid. Thank you for having me. That's okay. Pleasure. Uh, Thank you for being here. And we've brought you along because, uh, apart from the fact that uh, it's always good to meet, you are participating in the Shitbox Rally you want to tell us what that is? Yes, the Shitbox Rally was organised by a guy called James who used to participate with the uh, Variety Bash. Um, then he decided to do something on his own, which was a bit more adventurous. Um, through the passing of his mum and his dad, set up the Shitbox Rally, which means you have to buy a car worth $1,000 um, and drive it from... His, the one that we're doing is from Mackay to Darwin by the outback of Australia, so the Gulf of Carpentaria and Savannah Way. <coughs> um, they just recently had one that went from Hay to Adelaide and one that went from Wollongong to Mackay. Um, so there's quite a few, um, uh, over 3,000 kilometres to be covered with your shitbox. <coughs> wow, that is a long way in the desert. And uh, w- what's inspired you to do this, Ingrid? Um, in... 2005, uh, my youngest son was diagnosed with medulloblastoma, which is a brain tumour. Um, so he uh, fought that for seven years, then relapsed and consequently passed away at the age of 14. So we were doing that for his 10th anniversary, which would have been last year. But because of COVID, they didn't run last year's event. Um, which is being run this year. So that hence we've applied and got accepted. So my son and I, my oldest son Cameron and myself, are participating in it in October of this year. So it's you two. That's great. And do you know how many people in total are going to be part of the rally? Yeah, that's 250 cars. Um, it's limited to because otherwise it just gets too big. So it's 500 competitors, 250 cars, and you uh, compete. It's not a not a competition, not a race. It's definitely a rally. Um, so you're in teams. Come of on, six Ingrid. To 10. We know. We know you're trying to win. I told you to win. We're putting the sticker on the car. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, and so in to be part of it, you have to raise five thousand dollars, and that can be done in by means of sponsorship um, and donations. So we've just had a high tea which was done in honour of my son's twenty fifth birthday. He would have been twenty five last Sunday. And we raised $2,000 at that event. Um, And then we have another one on the 20th of August, which will be a family fun day to raise a little bit more. But we've actually reached our 5,000 target. So whatever we raise now will be extra. Oh, good on you. That's quite a bit of money. That's very well done. And I think uh, you you sort of mentioned this to us a couple of months ago and uh, we thought we'd get involved with E15 as a team sponsor as well. So we're very happy to do that. Uh, It'll be good to watch your progress, if we can, through the desert. Oh, absolutely. 
it's followed with Facebook, so a lot of people, participants will post on their Facebook page. So we'll definitely be able to go from stop to stop and say where we were at and what we did and what we got up to. Having said that, what happens on the Shitbox Rally stays on the Shitbox Rally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it does. Uh, well, what, what would happen if you break down? If you break down, then you've got all night to get the car back on the road. Um, if you're not successful, then you have to dispose of the car where it broke down. So you, I think they tow you to the nearest town or the, ne- the next stop. Um, and then they've got volunteer uh, mechanics that will work on your car to get it back on the road. If they don't get it back on the road, then you dispose of it where, at the town where you're at. And then you hop in with someone else to finish the race. Um, and if the car, if they can get it going again, well, then obviously you're back in the rally. Um, and at the end of the rally, all the cars are auctioned off. So that money will then go towards the um, Cancer Council as well. It's to raise money for cancer research. So the reason that's close to my heart is because when Jordan passed away, we donated his brain for, fu- for future research because the only way they can do research to get better treatment is by having live donors. So we donated his brain and the tumour that was in his abdomen, which was both medulloblastoma. So when I got in touch with an oncologist about 12 months after we did that, he um, actually dis- discovered, or they discovered, that Jordan technically shouldn't have lived six months past diagnosis. So for us to have had him for the seven years was pretty pretty good. Yeah, that, that's good, isn't it? Mm. Uh, it is always hard as a doctor to give someone uh, a prognosis. It's, it's very hard to, to predict sometimes. But that's a great, a great uh, outcome, I suppose, for... For you, uh, seven years beyond what they told you. Yeah, that's mm. right. Well, Jordan wasn't normal in any way, shape or form. So sure. when he was born, I looked at him and I actually had a feeling he wasn't going to be here very long. And I actually said it to my mum. I said, Jordan's not going to be here very long. And she goes, oh, you're just being paranoid. So when Jordan was diagnosed with a tumour and told that his chance of surviving was only 75%, um, it didn't come to as a surprise to me. So, but... You know, when time does come, it does shake you to the core. So, like, parents yeah. aren't supposed to bury their children. So, yes. <coughs> now, Ingrid, this is going to sound like deja vu, but I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, yes, Ingrid always wears purple. There you are with your purple scrubs, and I haven't been able to convince you to don green ones when they come. Uh, you've got your purple pendant. Tell us, why purple, Ingrid? Um, I've always loved perp- the colour purple. Um, so when Jordan passed away, um, I decided it wasn't going to be purple because that was my colour. But one of his school friends, he must have had a discussion with her and she came to me and said, do you mind if I ask people to wear a touch of purple because Jordan's favourite colour was purple, which I didn't know. So after his passing, um, my obsession became tenfold. Um, to the point where my doctors at my clinic are threatening an intervention. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> Ingrid, this is going beyond the shitbox rally now, but yeah, yeah keep going. So everything in my in my workstation is purple and um, it's for me it was to be close to my son, which now I have realised that I don't need to wear purple to be close to him. But that was my way of dealing with his passing. So Yeah, well, that's fair enough and that's special to you. But where did you get that purple keyboard? <laughs> the computer store. <laughs> really? I, I suppose you got to look for it. It's like the red car, isn't it? Yep. Well, look, Ingrid, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, 
I must say, you know, this word, uh, just to, to say shitbox, what do you think? Shit. Is it a swear word or not? No. Shitbox, it's not shitbox, it's a shitbox, which is an Australian slang for saying old car. Um, so it's an Aussie slang word. I do get a lo- lot of surprised looks when I do mention a shitbox rally and they've never heard of it before. But um, I think nowadays, like I'm from Holland, so I'm Dutch, and when I went back to Holland back in 2000, the amount of Dutchies over there that say shit is astronomical. Like, mm. it, and it stands out because they speak Dutch and then all of a sudden there's a shit word that just gets thrown in yes. the conversation which they weren't using when I was growing up in Holland. So Times are changing. Times are changing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, must say I grew up very confused because uh, at home, you know, I came from India and the word isn't really a swear word. It's just the uh, word you'd use instead of poo. So at home, you know, there it was. My mum would say shit this and shit that. And the bottom line is I, of course, had to marry uh, Nat, my wife, who's half English. And wow, she could have left me sometimes just from uh, my evident bad language that I really didn't understand. So it makes this, it makes you sort of aware that, uh, yeah, I suppose everyone's got a different take on, on the same sort of thing sometimes. Mm. Don't know what's happening exactly in Holland that way with the word, um, and and youth these days. Are, I must be getting old. Youth these days, bad line, isn't it? But the bottom line is that so many people swear these days, though, don't they? Gamers in front of a, a computer. I was talking to a, an elderly patient who sort of said uh, her her grandson, who I think was twenty four, twenty three, who. Whenever he's sitting there, just the stuff that comes out of his mouth in front of the computer is is uh, pretty full on. But I suppose it's a changing world. Don't know what to make of that. Yeah, but my son's the same. He gets in front of that computer and just the words just fly out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I witnessed that actually because recently we held a uh, esports tournament. But I suppose just like the the word shitbox and so forth, maybe that's a different time, a son of the times. Not sure. But uh, look, it's been great to talk about the shitbox rally. Thank you for being good talk about it. No, that's okay. That's our pleasure and uh, it'll be really good to sort of see how it all goes in October. Uh, hopefully you, you won't get need to get picked up halfway through. Nah, the Fords go forever. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree, I'd agree. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll win as well. Yeah, well, it's not a race. <laughs> <getting told. laughs> ah, no, I'm joking. Every time you talk about it, I still do think of Mad Max. I said this before, but... Uh, that's some classic, uh, some classic footage there, going across the desert in old cars, isn't it? And yeah, brings that to mind. But uh, it's been great to have you and Ingrid. Uh, just to come back to this program is called Diamond Kind, which is really about the fact that when people are under pressure, they can obviously uh, sometimes you know there's many different things you can do in life, and there is a lot of pressure uh, out there for various reasons. And this show, though, is about describing a moment or a time when, when you've had a lot of pressure uh, but come through that with kindness. So, Ingrid, do you think you'd be able to share a moment like that with us? Um, yeah, I worked 18 years in aged care and my passion was palliative care 
as part of my job at aged care. So looking after the families um, of their loved ones uh, to us was just as important. So for us to be able to make that special um, to me was important to do. So I think as a nurse you're used to giving and you're used to doing that extra, going that extra mile for your patients, which is what I love doing, making a difference in their life. Yeah, definitely. And I know when I work with you or have done so in the nursing homes as well as at Somerville more recently, it's always been great um, to see that come through. And, uh, yeah, there is a lot of pressure there sometimes, especially in the nursing homes, I must say, um, when lots happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there sure is. Yeah, so I'm sure there were those times. And thank you for sharing that again. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, for being a part of our show uh, once again, we wish you all the best with the uh, Shitbox Rally. Yep, thank you very much for having me and maybe we'll come back and talk about it after it's finished and oh, tell you some of our adventures. Have a look at that board. Yes, if it's hopefully in one piece. Yeah, that's right, or the before and after. Yes. Looking forward to it, Ingrid. So yes, thanks again. Been. Thank you very much. Pleasure. All right, guys. Well, yeah, thanks for joining us and catch you next time. Thank you.